Good evening. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. I want to welcome you. Uh, we did get to get up here today on Wednesday. I hope y'all will find this uh, on Facebook. And uh, I wanted to do something today that uh, I've got a special reason for doing it. And uh, I was kind of asked some questions on this. And it's been a little while back, but I think... I've done quite a bit of uh, studying and looking before I brought this. and uh, But I just want to kind of maybe put some peace and some comfort in some hearts. and uh, But I've entitled this message today, If a Christian commits suicide, are they still saved? You know, I'm going to look at this, and I went through the Bible, and I'm checking, and I'm checking, and I'm just going to give you what I have found, and uh, I know probably going to be some that may not agree with it, but when I do something like this, I go with what God says, and this is what God's Word says on this subject. And uh, so if y'all will allow me, I'm going to start out. And uh, I got to thinking, you know, it's sad that some Christians have committed suicide. But adding to this tragedy is the false teaching that suicide automatically sends you to hell. That is not in the Bible. I'm sorry. If you think it is, show me. Because it, it's not there. Uh, many believe that a Christian who commits suicide will, will not enter into heaven, but will be sent to hell. Like I said, this teaching is not supported in the Bible. It is not supported in the Bible. Scripture teaches that from the moment we truly believe and accept Christ, we are guaranteed eternal life. From the moment you, you, you ask Jesus Christ to come into your life, and you ask it in true faith and in your heart, truly believing. And, and again, th th this is a scripture. I guess I use it so much because it covers so much. Uh, John 3.16 For God so loved the world, us, that He gave His only Son that, now listen, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now according to the Bible, which is God's Word, a Christian can know beyond any doubt that they possess eternal life. Being a Christian, having accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we should not have any doubt that we have eternal life. If you truly, truly have accepted Christ and you love Him. I want to look at, look at what it says here in 1 John 5.13. It says, These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. You may know for sure, for certain, that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Believing in Jesus Christ is something we have to do in order to have salvation, in order to get to heaven. He is the only way to heaven. You know, here the, the other day I, I, I brought that. Is there any other way other than Jesus to come to God? No, there's not. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man 
I don't care who you are. You cannot come to God unless you come through me first. You have to, we have to go through Jesus Christ in order to come into the presence of God. And then we have something here that, uh, that I think this speaks a volume in itself. It says Romans 8, 38 through 39. Nothing can separate us, it says, from God's love. Nothing. It says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, not height, not depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing, if you are a true Christian and you love God and you believe in Jesus, nothing can separate you from God. Nothing can take you out of the presence of God. That is what this is saying. No created thing can separate a Christian from God's love. A Christian who commits suicide, think about it, is a created being. He was created by God, so therefore not even suicide can separate a Christian from God's love. Jesus died for all, not some, not few, but all of our sins. So if a true Christian in a time of a deep spiritual attack or weakness commits suicide, his sin is still covered by the blood of Christ. His sin is still covered. Jesus did not uncover that sin from his blood. He said, no, my blood's not covering your sin. It covered his sin. It covers all our sins. For there is no sin greater than the grace of God. No sin is greater than the grace of God. He said, and I have to say this. If you don't believe this, then you don't believe that the power of Christ's blood, you don't believe in the power of Christ's blood, if you don't think that Christ's blood can cover that sin. According to the Bible, suicide is not what determines whether a person goes to hell or not, or goes to heaven. Either one. Notice, according to the Bible, suicide is not what determines whether a person goes to heaven or not. Listen. Now, if an un... No, I want to, uh, this here... Now, if an unsaved person commits suicide, the only thing he has done is quicken his journey to hell. If he's unsaved, if he's never accepted Christ, the only thing suicide has done for him is quicken his journey to hell. But the person who committed suicide will be in hell because he rejected Christ's salvation, not because he committed suicide. He never accepted Christ. He never believed in Christ. He never received Christ as his Savior. He never put everything in him under Christ's blood. Look at John 3.18. He that believes on Jesus is not condemned. If you believe on Jesus, you are not condemned. What is condemned? That means you're not judged. You were judged at the cross. Now you're not being judged again. It says, He that believes in Jesus is not condemned, but he that, that believes not is condemned already. If you, have not, if you have not believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, you have already been judged. 
until you believe in Jesus Christ. If you died and not ever accepted Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, but you're going to hell. That is what the Word says. It says, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God, he is, he is condemned. <coughs> the suicide of a believer is evidence <coughs> that any one of us could struggle with despair, depression, and even that our enemy Satan, you know, the Bible says that he was a murderer from the beginning. What does John 10, 10 say? For Satan came but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is the only reason that Satan is here walking among us, to kill, to steal, and to destroy anything, our relationship with Christ, our hope, our faith. He, he wants to destroy it. He wants to kill it. He wants to get rid of it. He don't want us to have anything to do with God. He wants us to reject God. Anything that happens, he wants us to blame God. Many people have blamed God because somebody has committed suicide. No. Blame who did it. Blame Satan. He is the instigator. He is the murderer. He is the one who came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What did Jesus say? Right, right behind this. He said, For I have come that you may have life, and have it in an abundance. He came to give us an abundant life, a joyful life, a hopeful life. He didn't come to destroy us like Satan. You know, Christians are called to live their lives for God. And, this, and, and the decision of when one is to die, now i got to admit, this is God's and God's alone choice. It is really up to God. But sometimes... Even a good Christian, Satan has beat them down so bad and they didn't reach out for the help they needed to do. What I'm saying to you today, if you have accepted Jesus Christ and you've got all these things coming against you, remember, God wants you to have an abundant life. Satan came to destroy your life. He came to steal your hope and your joy. He came to kill. Yes, he'll kill you if he has opportunity. Or he'll let you kill yourself. Same thing. He wants to destroy your faith. He wants to destroy your hope. And you know, suicide has done that in a lot of people, in a family. Because that, like I said, many times the family blamed God and it wasn't God. The person never reached out for help. The Christian's parents and friends, they may, he may never even mention anything. They may not even know how depressed or unstable he was when he was around them. You know, some people can put on a real good act and put on a real good show. I pray God to grant his grace to each one who are facing trials today. I pray that he will grant his grace to those who are going through some things. Let me just say this. If you are considering suicide, please seek help now. Don't wait till it gets so bad that you, that you see no other way out. There is a way out, and that's God. That's Jesus Christ himself. He can and will deliver you if you will allow him to do so. But if you need help, I'm going to give you a number. I looked this up. one 800 
273-8255. This is the National Suicide Hotline. They will answer that phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and talk to you. And it, you know, this hotline has helped so many people. Always, if you're feeling something, if you're so depressed that you just don't even want to go on anymore, talk to somebody. If it even comes down to the point, call 911. Get somebody there that can help you. Alert someone at home. Put your confidence in someone. Talk to them. At your workplace. I know, you, I know you've got friends at the workplace. I know there's somebody you could talk to that could just maybe give you a good word, a help. Or, who, or wherever you are, talk to somebody. But do whatever it takes to get help. Don't go through this of making your family grieve, putting them through it. You know, God wants to touch you. He wants to help you, but you have to allow him to do so. You have to let him do it. And Satan's going to try to talk you out of it. He's going to tell you how bad things are, and they're not going to get any better. They will through Christ. I guarantee you, I promise you, things will get better through Jesus Christ. He wants you to come to Him. He wants to touch you. He wants to save you. He wants to take away any depression or anything that is causing you to think about death. Oh, we're all going to die sometime. But it's going to be God's choice, not ours. So if you're thinking about suicide or you're going through some trials and stuff, please get help now while you can. While you can. And I know I had friends, and that's one reason I'm doing this, that lost a loved one through suicide. I've seen how they suffered. I've seen how they hurt. But I want them also to know without a shadow of a doubt their loved one. Because I know he was a Christian. I know he loved God. But things got so bad, he let the devil get the best of him. He let the devil talk him in to killing himself. So I'm just telling you, if you feel this urge, if you feel something not right in your life, talk to somebody. See them. Pray. Call your pastor. If you don't have a pastor, call a church. And I'll guarantee you, the pastor will talk with you. I guarantee it. If he is a true Christ-loving pastor, he will talk to you. So this is what I wanted to bring today. It's a little different from what I usually do, but like I said, I had a reason for bringing it. I hope that if there was somebody out there and you were and you were completing suicide, that maybe you heard something. Talk to somebody. Talk to them. Pray. And let God come into your life. That is the most important thing you can do right now, is invite Jesus Christ into your life and let Him give you peace. And let Him give you the comfort. Well, you know, it says, for God is the God of all comfort. He's there for you. You just have to trust Him, put your faith in Him, and let Him bring you through it.
Well, I'm going to close out, but I do want to have a prayer. But like I said, this was something that really was on my heart that I thought about and thought about. I said, no, I'm going to have to do it. I've got to try to talk to some people. So would you pray with me? Father, we come into your presence. Father, I am thanking you for these scriptures, for you promising us, Lord, that nothing is stronger and more powerful than the blood of Christ. When that blood covers us, we have the complete assurance that we are saved and we will be in heaven. We have your promise, God, of how much you love us. You said that, 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 that you so loved us that if we would believe upon your Son, Lord, you would give us eternal life and we would not perish. Lord, perish you simply means that we would be eternally separated from you. Lord, we won't do that. We will be with you for all eternity. Lord, if there's someone out there today that's going through some trials and tribulations and heartache and just, just a bunch of junk, Lord, may they call upon you because I know you'll hear them. May they call someone. May they talk to someone. But Lord, I pray that you'll just put it on their heart to seek the help they need. If you're out there, if you have never, ever accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this would be a perfect day to do it. If you're going through trials, if you're going through depression, whatever you're going through, Jesus Christ is the answer. Really, He's the only answer. But He wants to help you. He wants to save you. He wants to put his arms around you. He wants to hold you. He wants to assure you, I am with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. But I will always be here for you. And he will. So if you're out there today, if you prayed this prayer, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening to this. I hope it's helped somebody. And so, but anyway, till next week, God bless each and every one of you. May the hedge of God's protection be around you. May his face shine upon you. And may your joy be complete. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. I'll see you next week. God bless you.